This is Retirement Roadmap Radio with Mark Fricks of Master Plan Retirement Consultants. Listen in as we address your retirement concerns and provide insight to help put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, Retirement Roadmap Radio. Hi, folks. Welcome back to Retirement Roadmap with Master Plan Retirement Consultants. My name is Evan. With me, as always, financial advisor and planner Mark Fricks. How are we today, Mark? Great. Doing really great. Excellent. Great day, great week, great month, great year, great decade. <laughs> great all around. <laughs> No, everything's good, though. Well, today we'll be talking about a big one, that's Social Security. Now, Social Security has been around since 1935, thanks to Roosevelt. It was designed as a social insurance program to pay retired workers age 65 and up. Now, it has changed and evolved quite a bit since then, but it still remains one of America's largest social programs. There's often talk in the news that's kind of ongoing regarding Social Security, usually concerns. Um, So I guess a great place to start is the elephant in the room. (laughs) Is Social Security going away? Is it in trouble? Right. Well, um, so it is in trouble, uh, but it has been in trouble uh, five, six, seven times since 1935. Um, Lots of changes, major changes. I think seven major changes, four were to correct it or fix it. Three were to make it better. So it's always evolving. So uh, the problem is, is, is we're so dis- divisive now as a government, as a country. And so Congress is having trouble getting together on solutions. You know, one solution is raise taxes, uh, which would be mostly FICA taxes, which is what workers pay. Um, but getting back to the original question, is it in trouble? It is in trouble. You know, but a lot of people come to me and say it's going away and not in 2033 is what I heard or whatever. And that's not true. What's happening in 2033, that's an estimated date, is that uh, right now there's not enough money coming in to pay the Social Security going out. So they're dipping into the trust fund. And the trust fund had built up over certain periods of time. And now it's being depleted because there are fewer workers for every retiree. Part of that to blame is... Uh, Uh, smaller legal immigration. They've cut back on that. Fewer people immigrating here legally. Uh, Number two is the baby boomer generation is eating up a lot of the Social Security payments. Mm -hmm. So it's it's really gotten out of balance. I think originally it was like 25 or 30 people supported one retiree. Now it's like two. Right. And that's getting even worse. So so they are digging into the trust fund to subsidize the payments. They estimated in 2033 that they will only be able to pay each recipient 70% of what they were getting. So it would be a reduction in your payments, not going away. Now, I'm not saying that's good, um, by the way. That's got to be solved, but that is the way it works. So there'll be only enough money coming in because there's no trust fund to cover 70% of benefits. So basically, anybody retired or on Social Security disability or whatever would get a pay cut of 30%, give or take. So that's the problem. There's a lot of fear around Social Security right now. I think uh, fairly regularly we have someone say to us, well, I just saw a video online of a guy ranting in his truck saying you should turn it on right now and uh, get as much as you can before before it runs out. Yeah, I've said that. I've, I've like you said, I have a lot of people come up to me and, and I'll be conversing with them and they find out what we do and they'll say, oh, I turned on my Social Security at age 62. And I said, curious, right? Mm-hmm. Or kind of doing a survey, right? Why? Uh, in case it goes away. Okay, so again, whether you turn it on at 62 or 70, you're going to get 30% less if they don't fix it. 
So it's not going away. It's not dissolving. It is the country's, as you said, biggest social program. Um, I think it's either ahead or just behind defense spitting. Uh, you wouldn't. You might have looked that up. I don't know, but that's not going away. There's going to be so many people that would be affected. Uh, so that's the problem: is the reduction and how to fix it. So we're going to get into social security planning in a little bit later in this conversation. Uh, but first of all, when should you take it? Well, so that is an individual decision, as you know. We don't have three solutions. We have, actually, there's 97 different what times you can take it. That's because any month between age 62 and 70, you can turn it on. You add a spouse in there, mm -hmm. you can see the complexity of the situation. Now, a lot of people will just, you know, the day they retire, they turn it on. Okay, that's fine. Uh, that's not planning and you're not maximizing your social security, you're not maximizing your retirement. So one of the things we do as part of income planning is, is we use calculations, software, and just good old fashioned experience to run reports to come up with when to take it and how to take it. Uh, so in the old days, it would, it would be, they had these little tricks, you know, the file and suspend was one, it was a very famous, where you could, one could file but not take it, let the other one grow, all this kind of, those are gone, okay? So now it's mostly about timing, and especially for a couple. And so if you've got uh, a couple, and uh, as you know, if you wait till age 70, you get the maximum amount. It's over 70% more than if you turn it on at 62. And so maybe maybe one spouse with a larger social security waits till 70, the other one maybe turns on at 62 or 65 or 66. But that's just part of the problem. The other mm -hmm. problem is, uh, second part of the problem is, uh, if you don't allow one of them to get larger, then the survivor amount will be small. In other words, if you've got a couple, one passes away, the other one gets the larger of the two. If you can make that larger one much larger, then you're leaving a bigger survivor benefit. Mm -hmm. So that's some, something else to consider. And then there's also things like life expectancy. Right. You know, if, if one of the spouses or a few as an individual, maybe not good health, maybe diagnosed with some things, Turn it on today if you're 62 or 63 or whatever, um, because the break even is typically around 79 to 81. And so, what that means is this if you wait till 70 to turn it on, you've gone eight years without getting a payment. Mm -hmm but your payment's 70% bigger. So it takes you about another 10 years to get back all that money you didn't take over those first eight years, and then after that it's gravy. Okay, so it, it's, it's life expectancy has a lot to do with it. We talk about health in some of our initial meetings. Um, you know, we don't get too nosy, but we certainly want to know, you know, more. We want to know about the family history. Um, and then there's other things like, do you need the money? Right. Sometimes you just need it. You know, I'm retiring and I don't have the money. I'm, I'm not well enough to work or whatever, or I've got laid off. So that's a big reason. Um, also, I want to kind of look at the taxation of it, too, and I'm, I think we may get into that more later, mm -hmm. but, you know, will you be taxed more and not really need it? And then, of course, you've got the, uh, the, the penalty, and we may talk about that more later as well, but uh, if you take before full retirement age, which is between 66 and 67, you can only make or earn a certain amount of money. It's right, out, right above $20,000, so anything above that, you lose a dollar of your social security benefit for every $2 over that amount. So there's a lot of moving pieces here. And, and, and you miss one or two, it could really mess you up. Oh, we also have a lot of people asking as they try to figure out the math of when they should take it versus when they need it, life expectancy, when is the break even point? From a standpoint of, of its growth from catching up if you wait till 70? Uh, 79 to 81. 
79 to 81. Somewhere wait till 70 by se age 79 to 81. You, you would have gotten back much. all your money that you waited on. Okay. And then from that point on, it's just pure gravy. Okay. And you know, we are living a lot longer. Yep. You know, it was originally designed when people were retiring with a pension and lived for a few years. And Actually, that, the life expectancy when Social Security was begun was age 62. It's unreal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's it. Let's make the age 65 when people are living that's to right. 62. Which you could take it at 62 but uh, at that time. But uh, And, and you got to remember, in those days, uh, most people had a healthy pensions. Mm -hmm. And so Social Security, as you said, was meant as a supplement. Now it is in most cases, the main source of income in retirement, which is really sad, but it's, it's the society we live in. And so we've become maybe more dependent on the government now. Pensions have gone away mostly. And so it's a changing philosophy. And so if you're working with somebody that, you know, worked for people in the 60s or 70s, uh, or even some of the 80s, things have changed. And right. now things change like every week, right? Right. So. And even the, the issues and problems that I will have to deal with or the changes by the time I am ready, I'm, I'm in my mid-30s, by the time I retire, it's going to look completely different. But the t people who are retiring now, uh, do you believe there's a they'll be grandfathered into certain things, or do you think that theirs will be adjusted in the future? Yeah, so that's well? that's a great point. You know, we mentioned how how to save Social Security or save the benefit cut. You know, we talked about raising taxes is one thing that always comes out of Congress. Hey, let's just take more money from you. Um, but some of the other things would be like maybe raising the retirement age to seventy instead of sixty-seven. Mm -hmm. That's already happened once. You know, was sixty-five was full retirement age. Now it's sixty-seven for people that were born. Um, from 1960 on, so they gave people like 20 years when they passed that law, they grandfathered in everybody that was over a certain age and said, okay, you can still take it at 65, but once you get this age, now we're going to phase in the new ages. So when you say grandfathered in, it would be a phasing in. So if you're, you know, maybe 25 and they change the retirement age to 70, you're, it's you, okay? Yeah. If you're your age, it's borderline. <laughs> I'm, I'm thankful to be in the retirement planning industry at this time when I have a, yeah. a little bit of time ahead. But that's yeah. another one of those things to save it, you know, and, and, and um, I think I see that coming. We're living longer. Like I said, when it came, first came around, it was 62, life expectancy. Um, now, I think uh, male and female, I mean, I know they're a little bit different, but is it late 70s, early 80s, something like that? Um, so certainly a, a longer lifespan. Um has hurt Social Security, um, but also is a reason maybe that we extend the year that you retire right? or take right. Social Security. Uh, I want to take a moment, folks, uh, just to remind you to check out our website, masterplanretire.com. There you can find retirement resources, links to this show, be it uh, the radio, podcast, or YouTube. Um, retirement handouts, things, uh, checklists for retirement, uh, but the most important perhaps is the Schedule Now button where you can schedule your complimentary consultation with Mark. So check that out. It'll take you directly to his calendar. Uh, find a time that works best for you to uh, discuss your own retirement. Again, that's complimentary and just for you. You can do that in office um, in Marietta, Georgia here. Visit us here or you can do that via Zoom, um, but sometimes a, a phone call is helpful as well. That's 770-980-92 uh, 
3-2-6-2. And again, that website is masterplanretire.com. And, may, and maybe something that just came up from this show, uh, from this particular sure. segment is, hey, you know, I, I'm confused about Social Security and, and I need maybe some help or maybe a report run or just your experience in running numbers and, and uh, things like that. So, I mean, maybe maybe as simple as a 10-minute phone call or maybe some reports we can run for you that's complimentary as well. So masterplanretire.com is a great place to start. So Social Security maximization, when you should take it, how much growth is going to be, how do you balance that with yours and your spouse's? Uh, as you can see, there are many layers to just this single topic. And if you've been, to in, been in on any of our previous episodes, you'll see that nearly every topic we discuss has many layers to it. And then you start piecing these puzzle pieces together because your tax planning and then your Social Security and then your income planning, these things all have to work together right. as well. So what might affect one and see, oh yeah, Social Security, this is a great plan, but Social Security, like every other aspect of retirement, does not exist within a vacuum. So, exactly. uh, Mark, can you speak a little bit to how we fit Social Security planning into our income planning? So let me give you an example. Um, just just one particular situation, okay? Uh, if you're not doing all of this together, this is what could happen. So let's say that uh, you are 62 and you've just retired. So you're thinking, okay, uh, do I want to turn on Social Security? What am I going to do with other? So in that particular situation for some folks, what might be smart is to delay Social Security, not only because the payment will be much larger. Now, this is not taking into account health and this other stuff yet. Um, but maybe if you've got a, a, a fairly good 401k or IRA, folks right now, taxes are on sale. Uh, taxes have not been above 39.5% top bracket since the, the Reagan years, mm -hmm. before, before Reagan became president. Before that, the top bracket was in the 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s. It hit as high as 90%. So we're in a season of, I know it doesn't feel like it, okay, by the way, when you do your tax return. But um, so maybe spending down some of the IRA when taxes are lower and delaying Social Security. So that's where that tax strategy comes into play. Just one example of so many things you have to, you have to consider. And again, everybody's different. Maybe, uh, you know, on top of that, we do some Roth conversions and get some more tax-free money going. But it does give us an opportunity of getting some of that IRA money out so that we can get a guaranteed higher income from Social Security later, which is less taxable than an IRA, at least now. That could change too. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, and as, as Mark said, this is not by any means a recommendation. It's no. an example. I mean, yep. there could be a person who, what if you decide to take from your IRAs now or your 401ks now, and then when you're ready to turn it on, you don't have anything left in savings. Maybe you burnt it all yeah, you before you get to that point. That. So, so yeah. there, it definitely takes some looking at. So, um, and, and that's something that we do every day. And, and yeah. that's part of our complimentary consultation as well. Um, so if that would be of interest, please take us up on that. Um, we'd love to be helpful. Um, so back to the income planning, Hmm. How do you know, is Social Security enough for me? Is that enough income for me? How do I balance my income and create that plan? So that's, that's what we start with is how much do you need? Um, it, what's enough for one person is not enough for the next, right? So we, we start with a very complex discussion and some math as to what we think somebody will need in retirement. So if you're a year away from retirement, that's a little bit easier. If you're 10 years away from retirement, which is actually one of the best times to transition from an advisor or broker to a retirement planner, okay, because of the complexities, um, 
but even if you're one year away, um, we need to come up with that number. Um, and, and it's not set in stone, mm-hmm. uh, you know, but we'll look at what goes away when you retire. What are you going to be spending more money on? You know what we have found is most people want the same income coming in in retirement as they did when they were working. Mm-hmm. Now, is that completely possible? I don't know, but you know, you, you do away with what you were putting in your 401k. So it's all about what was coming into your household every month. So we kind of start with that. And then what will change? Are you going to be moving to a different area that's more expensive or less expensive? Or you know, are you going to take up hobbies that are more expensive? Are you going to travel a lot more? Whatever it may be. So coming up with that number is job one, uh, pardon the expression. So that's the first thing we need to do to be able to then lay out, okay, what is the social security? What's the, what's the best age to take it? What's the income gap? And I think we've done a whole show on income gaps. We'll probably do another one soon. What is the income gap? How do you fill it? But all it is, is very simple. Is What's guaranteed coming in? Social security, maybe pension, whatever. And what do you need? And that's your gap. And so how do you fill the gap? Well, maybe you fill it with waiting on social security and taking it later. They may fill some of that gap, right? So um, that's kind of, again, as you expressed, the... All of the pieces coming together to create that income plan, big part of that is Social Security. So uh, a fun portion of the Social Security, gotchas and pitfalls. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> um, uh, one that I always uh, find interesting is earned income. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, Bob the Builder <laughs> decides to retire, all right? uh, and he is uh, 62. He's got a nice little nest egg. He's his social and he decides, hey, I'm afraid Social Security is going to go away, or I didn't get help, and, or since I'm retired, I have to turn it on. I hear that a lot. Okay, uh, that's not true, by the way. And so he turns on his Social Security at 62, and he takes six months off a year. He does some home projects, maybe builds that deck he's been wanting. He maybe travels some. Him and his wife do some other things, whatever. About a year later, you know, he gets a little bored. He, he feels like he's losing some of his skills. He's still a young man. And he goes back to work as a, maybe a construction consultant or something. Okay. And so not thinking about anything else. And then about 18 months later, he's going to get a letter from uh, Social Security. And it's going to say, Dear Bob the Builder, uh, we noticed from your last tax return that we just got uh, that you earned $80,000 last year. We sent you $20,000 in Social Security. You made $60,000 too much, which means you owe us $30,000, no, $10,000 back, whatever it may be. I'm not very good at math. Um, and so, <laughs> that's what computers are for, right? That's what my calculator is <laughs> for. But, but it could be a chunk of money. He owes that back. Okay. Now, I'm not sure if they give payment plans. They used to not. Uh, I think they take plastic. Uh, so not a good, so that's just one example by not knowing, not having, uh, like you like to say, a CFO, a, 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 somebody that stands alongside of you that, that not only has a plan, but uh, advice as you go along, then something can bite you and, and then it's too late. And so that's just an example of a pitfall there. Inflation, uh, we've certainly all felt the effects recently. Uh, what's the cost of living adjustment on Social Security? Um, so it is not as much. There's a special complicated formula where if inflation's four, maybe you get two and a half or three on Social Security. But the other side of the coin is this. If you're on Medicare Part B, which if you're 65 and older, you probably are, that cost, and it comes out of your Social Security check. 
This year, I think it's $165 a month per person. That goes up almost every year. And so just two or three years ago, it was 140 a month. And so that offsets some of that cost of living increase. Uh, you know, so people were cheering, uh, what is it, a year or two ago when, when Social Security went up by 7 or 8%. Well, inflation was like 9 So you still lost a couple of percent, you know, in spending power. So that's something that, unfortunately, and they're looking at changing that and using uh, a different inflation rate that actually would be a little bit better which I think is crazy when we're trying to save Social Security and yet we're going to make cost of living and Social Security go up a little bit faster. And so there's these conflicting ideas. They say, well, basically negate any tax increase. It's just crazy. Uh, you know, we, we, I don't know, we might need to do a better job of voting. I'm not sure. Well, <laughs> <laughs> voting for choices. people that know what they, well, that's part one, right? For sure. So, I mean, there are so many different uh, benefits and circumstances for individuals uh, considering their situation. One that we find ourselves uncovering for clients that might be beneficial as we wrap up with just a few minutes left um, is almost a hidden benefit. So a lot of people don't know about it, but if you have a previous marriage of 10 years or more um, that you're no longer a part of, you can draw benefits off of that spouse's amount. That's correct. You can actually draw their benefit instead of yours if it's larger. Uh, and it doesn't affect the ex-spouse. They, they don't even know it. Yeah, we hear that a lot too. Well, I don't want to do that. I don't want to hurt my hus ex-husband or whatever, but it doesn't affect them. And, and, and so, and you can actually, um, I think this rule's still in place. It could change. Take theirs until you reach 70. And if yours has now gotten bigger because you waited until 70, switch back to yours. And so again, there's there's some tr still some tricks left, okay? Right. Still some tricks left that you can use. Um, we want to get into social security disability and things like that today. Uh, if you're over, um, I can't remember the age. Um, I think if you're full retirement age and you have a child under 18, you can collect off that child. And so, you know, men or women that are older that maybe marry somebody younger with younger kids. So lots of other things uh, that could come into play that really could affect you maybe getting more than you thought you'd get. Just a couple minutes left, so uh, just some parting words. Mark, is there anything that you would like to say uh, about the correlation between your full retirement age and when you should retire? I, I, I just, I don't know how to answer that. I really don't. Because there is none? <laughs> I think that's what I'm saying. I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think of a great answer that, to really close the show out. And, yeah, and you know, I have so many people come up and say, I'm taking Social Security at 66 and a half. I go, why? He said, well, that's my full retirement age. Oh, that's age. what I'm retiring. I'm retiring at 66 and a half. Why is that? That's, that's my full retirement that, age of Social Security. What's that right, got to right. do with anything? <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, but you can certainly take it then if you want to. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Folks, uh, thank you again for joining us today. We really appreciate the views and the listens. Um, we want to remind you again, uh, masterplanretire.com. Check out our website. Again, use it as a resource for education. Um, all of our episodes are there. Also, I didn't mention this earlier, but our seminars, our live in-person seminars, as well as our webinars, uh, our schedule is there as well. And it's updated uh, almost weekly. Um, usually it runs about a month out or so. Uh, so keep checking uh, up on that and visit us there as well. Um, mark schedule now button as well. Check out his calendar. Find a time for your complimentary consultation or give us a call at the office 770-980-9262. Mark, any parting words for our dear audience? Well, today? just a, a couple of things. The website, you should mark it. You should flag it. You should bookmark it. You should share it with your friends because it is a treasure trove of information. 
constantly being updated. Uh, some great YouTubes. Uh, you can link to the YouTube. If you visit the YouTube page, make sure you, uh, what do you call it? You like it and subscribe. Like right? and subscribe. Okay. There you go. <laughs> uh, sorry. He can learn, folks. He's got I'm it. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'm, I'm 112 <laughs> years old and I'm getting there. Um, and, and schedule the appointment. Uh, we can run you up to seven to 12 complimentary reports to help give you some guidance. So website masterplanretire.com or our phone number, the old fashioned way, 770-980-9262. And just a parting word, until we see each other, remember, plan well and prosper. Have a good day. This was Retirement Roadmap Radio with Mark Fricks of Master Plan Retirement Consultants. To schedule a complimentary consultation, go to masterplanretire.com or call 770-980-9262. Turning a 401k, IRA, or retirement savings into a regular income that will last as long as you do is no easy task. The Retirement Roadmap Radio with Mark Fricks can help you possibly achieve this goal and get your financial future in tune. Don't wait. Contact them at 770-980-9262. And listen to Retirement Roadmap Radio with Mark Fricks, Saturday mornings at 8.30 here on AM 920, The Answer. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services offered through Master Plan Retirement Consultants, a registered investment advisor in the state of Georgia. Mark Fricks and Master Plan Retirement Consultants are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.